Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, friends, I am so excited to be back. You have no idea. I just got back from Portugal last night. Um, I was there for about a week, just trying to relax a bit, work remotely, tried to learn how to surf. I stood up twice, and to me, that was enough to call it a win. But I honestly, over the last few days, have felt so depressed. My chronic pain, my constipation was acting up, which for me were all signs that I was ready to come back home and be in my routine. And, um, you know, I am really excited to talk about this because I think that while I'm coming off of this few days of a depressive episode, at the same time, I feel like it's really positive to realize that I was craving home in the first place because for so long throughout my adolescence, I don't think I really ever had a routine or home that I could crave in the first place. I just felt homesick without really understanding what I was longing for. But now I'm at a place in my adult life where I actually do have a home here in New York City and I do have a routine that I'm excited to get back to. So after kind of being back here for about a few hours uh, and doing my routine just this morning, I've already felt such a shift in my happiness, um, kind of my depression and dissociation calming down slowly but surely that I knew I wanted to do an episode about it, um, especially after seeing morning routines show up all over my TikTok feed because TikTok is listening or something like that. Anyways, so I'm at home and I'm recording this episode live from my desk here in Brooklyn. Um, and I am super excited to chat with all of you about morning routine. So let's get into it. So what is a routine? 
routine. I think that this is something that I would advocate you have to define for yourself. But today with mental health, literally being hashtag mental health trending and therapy talk being a whole thing and influencers talking all about their morning routines and day in the life. I think that the idea of what a routine is takes a lot of different shapes and sizes for different people. Right. And I think this concept of building routine is something that I've been, um, you know, urged to do since a very young age in grappling with instability at home, at school, in my emotions. I feel like every child therapist, psychologist I talk to would always be like, oh, well, you know, with all the moving around, maybe Nadia should have a routine. Maybe that could be journaling for an hour a day. And of course, my mom would implement routines into my life, whether they be, you know, brushing my teeth in the morning, in the evening, changing my underwear, taking a shower at nights, um, you know, practicing piano for an hour a day. Uh, I think that there were always these different routines that existed in my life, even before I would call them routines. But I think it really has been in the last couple years that, you know, the idea of having a routine has been something that's been very much instilled in me from every advice I've gotten from therapists, life coaches, and otherwise. And, you know, I think for in, in many ways, especially when you're told in therapy or by a mental health professional, when someone tells you to create a routine, you're kind of like, okay, fuck off. That's not going to like fix all my problems. I'm trying to tell you that I'm grappling with suicidal ideation. Some big morning routine is not going to help. And, you know, of course, then I've worked with life coaches or talk to mentors, uh, especially in the startup world who say, I know what you need for a morning routine. You're going to wake up at 7am and you're going to meditate. And then you're going to do yoga for an hour and a half. And, you know, then you're going to cook yourself breakfast because every single, you know, a healthy life starts or healthy day starts with a breakfast. Um, and then you're going to brush your teeth. You're going to take care of your skin. You're going to take a shower, um, you know, and you really are going to become a morning person to set your day off. Right. You know? Um, and of course I look on social media or I follow these, uh, big big time entrepreneurs that I'm trying to look up to and I'm looking at their morning routines about waking up at 4am becoming like marathon runners and I look at that and I'm just like wow I am you know completely lazy and useless because to me I can't get out of bed without at least having six to maybe eight alarms on my phone that I'm snoozing through and you know I'm the type of person where I wake up and I can check my photo albums um, and I've taken numerous screenshots of just my lock screen because because I'm trying to snooze desperately another alarm. Um, and I've notoriously always been a heavy sleeper in the morning. And so I think that for me, I really, really struggled with this idea of living up to what I think a routine should be because the people who've been pushing me to make a routine, whether it be my mom or, you know, a therapist or a life coach, they've set the bar so high for what a routine is. Um, and I think that that's very much come to light, even in how I'm seeing routines show up on social media, right? We saw Emily Marco, bless her heart, and truly inspired by all the content she makes about how she cooks and everything. But I think I look at her routines on TikTok. And for those of you who don't know, Emily has, you know, gained millions of followers in the last couple of weeks for doing these ASMR edited videos of preparing food, preparing her vegetables, cooking, making her hashtag salmon rice, which was like trending on global TikTok around how to put an ice cube on rice and microwave it anyways. But I think that I look at a lot of influencers like that and I'm like, oh my gosh, the bar for how 
having a routine to even take care of vegetables or take care of my kitchen or make sure that I don't have food crumbs going between my oven and a, and a cabinet is so high that it's so inaccessible that it honestly just fills me with more anxiety than any sort of confidence in developing a routine. And I think that honestly, following that influencer culture on social media and how they talk about routines has been one of the hardest things for me in my own development of a sort of routine. That being said, I do think that I've fallen in love with the importance of routines as I've been able to define it for myself. And that really came into play, you know, when I was touring uh, in the few few years leading up to COVID. Um, I was on a plane maybe one to you know two or three times a day, traveling around speaking, um, spending every single night either on an airplane on a red-eye flight or in a different hotel room. And for me, with so much different change around in my life and and very a lot that was out of my control. And also, of course, being, you know, pretty extremely depressed and dissociated during this time. I think having simple routines that I honestly didn't even call routines, but were, were routines like things that I did every single day, morning and night were really important. And for me, that like in and of itself was simply working out, trying to do that at least once a day, even if that was like stretching in my hotel room, but doing something active, um, you know, at least once in the day, usually before I went to sleep, I'm very much a night person more than a morning person, but doing that before I went to sleep, um, and also just brushing my teeth or washing my face in the morning, in the evenings, like that simple action. And I don't have an extensive skincare, skincare routine, but just doing that every morning and evening, I think were just great ways to bookend my day, right? I wake up, I wash my face. It makes me feel brighter. And I have, I associate kind of the start of the day with like the minty fresh taste of my toothpaste and I'm ready to go, right? Similarly, getting ready for bed kind of putting my phone down because I have to in order to put my face wash on, brush my teeth and feeling ready to go out for the day. But I think that being able to look back on my life where routines have been especially important, even when I didn't brand them as routines, um, I think reminds me of, of how essential they've been in my own mental health journey. Um, similarly, when I spent six weeks in residential rehab last summer, um, there was so much that was changing and out of my control. I think that was a time when I had no idea what was happening in my career. For the first time, I was not really working. I was taking some time off from work. I wasn't sure what the future of my career would be. And for, you know, so much of my adolescence, I felt like my career was the only thing that I could control. And suddenly I didn't even have that really as an outlet. Um, and I think similarly, when I was in treatment, a lot of my days were also out of my control, right? I would get a sheet of paper that would have my schedule for the next day, um, with preset appointments, group therapy, therapy, uh, in various modes and all the meals that were planned out for me. There wasn't choice in terms of what I was going to be eating that day, um, or wasn't choice in, in terms of what the extracurricular activity, um, in rehab would be. And I I think that in, in that moment, while I can look at that and say, okay, they took my days out of my control, I actually think it was really necessary because in a time when I was so unsure of myself, the medical professionals in rehab were setting up a routine for me, right? They were doing these small indicators of each day where in the night I knew I would get my schedule for the next day. Um, and every day I would wake up and I would know exactly what I was going to be doing. I would have breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the same exact time, which was a really big deal for me, especially kind of processing disordered eating. But 
I had so much structure to my day that was enforced and that I couldn't really procrastinate around. And I think that, you know, that in and of itself was a routine that I have tried to carry over into my days today. Right. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch to Today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote, yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. Before I go to sleep, I actually review my Google calendar uh, of what I'm going to be doing the next day. I think about what meetings I have. And if I've double booked myself, I actually like send out last minute emails to try to clear up my schedule. If I don't have a workout or a gym time scheduled in my calendar, I'll do that. Um, it's a joke with my team, actually with August, that I always have like solid core or yoga or just gym time um, as like an hour or an hour and a half allocated at some point in my schedule. And really Google calendar that out has been essential for my own mental health and routine of what I can depend on, especially with entrepreneurship being so challenging in the way that there is no day to day, right? I think that with a lot of office jobs or nine to five, you know exactly what to expect. You might have your meals at the same time, the same meetings every week, but in building a company when everything is about forward thinking and being a CEO, I'm always planning for the future and trying to create ways that a company can keep changing in positive ways. It means that none of my days look exactly the same, right? I have completely different calls, usually with new people every single day. Um, I don't really have a lot of, uh, you know, consistent things that happen. So for me, being able to review my calendar the day before has been really essential. Um, and then having the workout every single day. And of course, as I said, having the same morning and night routine, right? For me, my routine you in the morning involves trying to wake up on time, but sleeping through many alarms, snoozing a lot, accidentally making screenshots because I'm trying to desperately snooze my alarms. And then it just means I wake up. Now I take my retainer out and I brush my teeth. I wash my face and then I'm ready to go. And that's it. I don't put on makeup. I don't have a meditation. I don't have a journaling or a yoga practice. To be honest, I have tried to do those things. I have actively tried to do those things. When I was working with a life coach last year, I was actively like waking up to meditate and I had an app and everything that I was paying for. And honestly, it just like did not work because I'm such a morning person that if I tried to meditate in the morning, I would just fall back asleep. So 
again, like I think that a lot of developing a routine for me has been teaching myself to be really forgiving with what a routine even is, right? A routine for me is not what influencers on TikTok make me think it is. It's not waking up at 4 a.m., making myself a latte with some fancy machine. It's like getting out of bed, um, cleaning up because usually I forget to clean it before I go to sleep, maybe, um, and making coffee when we have coffee or, you know, if I feel like coffee, right? I think that it's these small things that I might not even label as a routine, but are routines. So where, why is this something that I missed so much? I'm not really sure, but I think as I've shared for me, having these small routines that just feel like brushing my teeth or chores in the day to day are, have become so meaningful for me, right? Having these dependent behaviors and habits of brushing my teeth, washing my face in the morning, um, or, you know, making coffee in the morning or, you know, taking and putting in my retainer and taking my, you know, mental health meds and all these things. These are things that I, I take for granted in my everyday life, but over COVID, I've had the advantage of being able to have a stable life. I now have like a home in New York City that I know that I'm curating to feel more and more like home every single day. And um, I don't leave the house as much as I used to because of a global pandemic. I used to be so used to traveling on the go in a different city every single day, multiple times a day. And now I'm so used to like being in my life where the farthest I venture out is maybe like to go to Manhattan to, <laughs> to record podcasts. Um, and so for the first time, um, in a while I traveled internationally last week and it was so beautiful. I went to Portugal for context. Um, and I met Henry, my boyfriend there who had been there for a few weeks surfing. And I mean, it was gorgeous. And, um, you know, I'm so glad that I was able to kind of get out of the country for a bit just to kind of reset. Um, but it completely threw all the routines um, out of whack that I've been developing over the last two years, right? Suddenly I was on a completely different time zone schedule than I was used to. Um, and while I love working six hours ahead because it makes me feel really productive in the mornings, it meant that when I was waking up, I wasn't actually going to work. I was waking up and then kind of doing activities and then going to work, um, small actions. Like I didn't have the same workout classes I could depend on, which for me, are, I treat very religiously. Like I'm not a super religious person, but to me, my workout classes and even the routine of doing that is, has become like a security blanket. Um, and even things like diet, right? Like I always have my same coffee in the morning and I eat a, a lot of eggs and sausage and spinach because I don't really know how to cook much else. And in Portugal, I was eating a lot of like fish and bread, which is so delicious the first day or two. And then it's just like, oh my gosh, I, my body is like really confused. I haven't pooped in five days, literally. And I think a lot of it is because I've been eating really kind of routine things. And then suddenly there's big changes in my life. So Portugal was amazing and I absolutely loved it, but absolutely. Like by the last two days, I was really tired. And in the moment I was like, oh, I'm just tired and sore. But I think even today I've been thinking you know, reflecting how I felt and just not getting out of bed and just feeling so exhausted, feeling like my body hurt and like not really wanting to do anything. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. No, that's depression. Right. And in my last night in Portugal, I think Henry noticed it too. And I was just feeling really frenetic. And I think my body was kind of freaking out that I was out of my routine. Um, and so, you know, I flew back and I, I've literally been back home for, um, you know, a day 
and I already feel so much better. Like I woke up, I went to my workout class. I, you know, made coffee in my same pour over coffee. I ate eggs today and cereal. And I went to kind of the restaurant and cafe that I go to every single day. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of what I wanted to share with all of you today is that for, for me, developing a routine and falling in love with my routine has been a bumpy road because in the way that I think a hashtag morning routine has been promoted, it's been in a way that feels really inaccessible. Um, when I look up inspirations for morning routines, I feel like I have this pressure to become a morning person to wake up super early, to have breakfast every day, which I don't because I don't feel like cooking in the morning and I'm not usually hungry and I don't meditate. I don't journal in the morning. Tigress really is like kind of my vocal diary that I want to share with all of you. And I think that at the same time, the way that routines were promoted to me by pop culture, hustle culture made me feel like honestly, just lazy and bad about myself when I tried to develop my own routine. And I think a lot of feeling more power in where I am in my mental health journey now has been recognizing like, no, I've defined what a morning routine is for me. And for me, that is like what some people might define as like the bare minimum. I wake up, I brush my teeth, I wash my face and I'm ready to go. Right. I don't usually make breakfast. I wish I would. Um, actually pro tip, I've been like putting collagen in my coffee, which is like kind of like this protein powder, you know, that's apparently good for your hair and nails and it actually helps me feel less hungry but not in a way where I'm like trying to starve myself like literally in a way where I'm not then stressing about food and I know I'm getting nourished in the way that I need to um and working out once a day which for me is is the bare minimum of what I need to feel really sane and present in my body I also think that like today has just been a big realization that like, wow, maybe I am adulting, right? I'm adulting in the sense that now when I'm feeling dissociated, I'm able to label or recognize that I miss a routine and I miss home. And it's so emotionally enlightening to realize that I now have a home to miss. Um, and I wanted to share a quick anecdote, which is, you know, all growing up, maybe until I was like 18. So like not that long ago, or maybe even until like a couple years ago, my mom always talks about how like, I would always get really upset. And you know, when you're sobbing and you're hyperventilating and you can't breathe, you're like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like, you know, and you say certain things where they'd be like, I just hate life or whatever. I would always say, I want to go home. And I would say that and cry that and sob that even in high school when I was like sitting in my childhood bedroom and I would just say, I want to go home. I want to go home. And I would repeat this. And I feel like I never really had a place to go. Um, and I didn't even know what I was thinking. And my mom always said she thought that I was talking about the apartment we lived in for the first three months of my actual life, which I don't remember. And maybe that's true. But I think that I haven't really felt that calling or longing for home um, in a way where like it made me feel more lost um, because now I think, OK, I'm out of my routine. My body's out of whack. I'm not pooping. I need to go home. And I actually have a home that I'm thinking of. And like that's such a beautiful thing. Um, after such kind of like a turbulent childhood of feeling like I didn't really know what home was or even in like what home I thought it would be like whether with my dad or something, home was not a safe place that I was longing for. Um, and I think that what I really realized like in the last few days is like, I really like my routine and my routine is not some big, you know, social media trend worthy routine. And that's okay because my routine works for me. And at the end of the day, I am really excited to be back in my routine. So yeah, and the, you know, the other exciting thing is part of my routine is talking to all of you every week and like launching an episode every Wednesday and like even having that, like something I can depend on 
in the midst of a career that isn't very dependable because it's changing all the time and the goal is to continue changing it, um, I think is just a really powerful thing. So huge thank you to all of you for listening and being a part of this journey. Again, I think Tigress for me has really become an audio diary and a community where I can talk to all of you and I want to hear from all of you and I want to hear about your routines and if what I'm saying just sounds like bullshit to you. Like I want to know what y'all are thinking. Um, And yeah, thank you for being a part of this journey and thank you to my Tigress team, the DCP team for bringing this to life. And again, find us on any platform where you listen to our podcast every Wednesday with a new episode um, and let me know what you want to talk about next time. Bye y'all. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.